Ah, good evening, traveler. Welcome to the Penumbra. Ingrid Lake is throwing the gala of the season, and the who's who of Hyperion City have been invited. Reporters and politicians, police captains and crime bosses, and even Juno Steele, private eye. His client, Vallis Vicky, has been presented with a very strange ultimatum. Leave her family and go back to her former lover, or die at the stroke of midnight. Can Detective Steele save Vicky and himself from their murderous host? What luck! It sounds like he's in. Come, traveler. Come with me into room J-15. Juno Steele and the Midnight Fox. If you ever find a way to pull it off, I really recommend getting invited to a party in Hyperion City. I mean, don't go to it, obviously. Not unless you've got your coffin all cleaned out and ready for you to move in. But make sure you keep that invitation. Hyperion City's got the best card stock in the galaxy. My name's Juno Steele. I know a lot about cardstock because in my profession it pays to know a whole lot of junk about a whole lot of junk. I'm a private eye. So, Steele, you find anything? Yep. You found out I really like these little crab cakes that the waiter's bringing around? Crab cakes! Yeah, I think you should try one. Might help you calm down. I ain't exactly in the market for a last meal. What, are you allergic to crab or something? Steele! That was my client at this little moonlight soiree. Vallis Vicky. I was trying to lighten the mood, but she wasn't interested. Hard to blame her. We hadn't been invited to this party so much as kidnapped to it, and she'd just taken a blast from the past strong enough to topple reinforced concrete. Any of those reporters let you borrow their comms at least? Mm, nothing to borrow. It's a closed-door press event, Vic. They took everyone's comms when they came in. Then figure something out. Our lives are on the line here. Hey, Ingrid never said anything about killing me. You keep this up and I will. We got until midnight, Steel. 52 minutes left. I ain't gonna lose the wife and kid for my psycho ex, but I ain't exactly keen on losing my life either. Now you can be a real drama king, Vic. Why not just say yes to Ingrid now, call the HCPD when she lets you go, and sort it all out with your wife later? A business on my side of the law? You really think it's so smart opening cases with the HCPD? And even if I did, Ingrid ain't the kind of girl let me go that easy. I never been able to prove a word of it. Not the threats, nothing. You might, once she's done poking me full of more holes in a sponge, but I'd rather sort this all out before then if it's all the same to you. Besides, the wife can't know about this. Good thing she won't have to then. How many crab cakes did you stuff in those pockets? I had a lot of time to stuff them. <clears throat> Got into a really interesting conversation with that fella hogging the platter. Ever hear the name Max Kanigi? No. Me either. I made it really hard to stroke the guy's ego while I was talking to him, but we made it through all right. He's a publicist. According to him, your crazy ex Ingrid Lake isn't crazy so much as gifted new literary talent. We woke up in the middle of the launch party for her first book. Jesus! Don't worry. Book's all about her prison years. He didn't recognize your name. I can't take this. Crab cake me. Thought you'd never ask. Anyway, that's not the important part. What's important is this. Ingrid didn't put together the list of invitations. Her publicist did, and apparently, Ingrid didn't check it for any potential problems. Who's the problem, then? Omar Khan. He's a captain at the HCPD. Not exactly a good idea to invite a cop to your big shindig if you're going to hang stolen stuff on every wall. Did you say Khan? That's right. Ingrid hung all of your wares on the walls, right? It's all interplanetary theft, way outside Khan's radar, but you'll tell him it's stolen, he'll lock Lake up, and the wife doesn't have to know a thing. How am I supposed to tell Khan it's stolen without telling him I stole it? I don't know. You'll think of something. Steal? Yeah, Dad. I'm gonna kill you for this. So you're saying you don't want to see him? Well, I ain't gonna sit here and wait to get got. 
If you ain't gonna solve my problems, I'm out of here. <coughs> I'm uh, sad to see you go, Victoria. Thought I'd finally found someone interesting in this barrel of marmots. He came up behind us, lumbering like a walrus in an overcoat. Omar Khan. He was making a show of his stiff lip and his stiff drink, but I could tell this party wasn't exactly his element. His face was furry and open, more guidance counselor than tough-as-nails cop, and the scowl he was wearing today looked like it had been practiced in the mirror and workshopped with his wife. Captain Khan? You sound cheerful, Captain. Enjoying the party? Been bored out of my damn mind all night. I got a full caseload. Three serial killers on the loose, half a dozen crime lords that I'm this close to taking down. You hear me? This close! And where does the HCPD send me? PR duty. Public face. Show Hyperion that the HCPD's got a heart, they say. Show them we believe the correction system really works, they say. Yeah, right. No way. Well, some places it does. Slammer's all right. But the madhouse that Kanagawa's run, people come out of there worse than they went in. Like an oven. An oven that makes things worse. So you don't buy Lake's Reformation either. You don't get where I am unless you get good at sniffing out crap, Steel. And I sniff good. And I sniff hard. Ugh. You get a scent out of this place? If I did, I wouldn't tell you. Because here's the thing, Steel. You reek twice as bad as Lake does. Yeah, sorry about that. Been kind of busy lately. Shower's not a top priority. This morning, you come out of nowhere, you trick me, try to steal off my desk, track mud on my rug, and then later that evening, I see you associating with a fence. Alleged fence. Alleged my foot! I've got enough on each of you to know I don't like seeing you together one bit. He just doesn't understand our love, Vic. This morning, I thought you were just a slime ball, Just another scheming P.I. looking to screw me over for an easy tip. But now... <clears throat> Now I'm wondering if you're not a little deeper than that. I wouldn't worry about that. Steel here runs about as deep as the kiddie pool. Look, Captain, I'm sorry you're still sore, but we've got just as much of a problem with Lake as you do. Call back to your office and get him to look into the art hanging on these walls, and you'll find everything... I'm falling for that again. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, repeat offender, life sentence without parole. Fool you? This is a good tip. There are no good tips from bad cops, Steel. None. Nato. Zipper. You lied to me. You tried to steal a case file off my desk. I put my neck out to trust you, and you did exactly what everyone said you would. In a town full of dirty cops, you're the one thing they can all agree on. You're a bad egg. A rotten banana. A, a fuzzy bagel. I don't know what you are up to, but I can tell you two things about it. It's no good, and sooner than you'd like, I'm going to screw you to a tree for it. Got it? A tree! Captain. A tree! Captain Khan, Molly Chung with the Uptown Bulletin. Mind if I ask a few questions? Do I look like I want to answer questions right now? Careful, Khan. Aren't you on PR duty? <sighs> All right, Miss Chung. <clears throat> you got five minutes. I'm watching you, Mr. Steele. Victoria. We'll try to put on a good show. Great work, Steele. Now I've got two people want me dead. It's not like they can both kill you. 35 minutes left. You better have a plan. Khan was my plan. Actually, I think he still is. Christ, were you listening to him just now? Khan's armed, saw his holster under his jacket. More importantly, he's the only person who could pull a pistol without anyone trying to stop him. If we want someone to take Lake down, it's gotta be him. But Khan ain't budging. So we do the hard work for him. Look, our clothes and the comms must be around here somewhere. If I can find mine, I'll call Rita, get her to confirm this junk is stolen, and Khan will have to take Lake in. If you tell Khan about my goods on her wall, Steel, how the hell am I supposed to get them back? Fine then, I won't. Keep your goods and marry, Ingrid, or move into the family tomb early. Your choice. Khan never even has to know you brought all this to Mars. You said yourself that you only pull pieces from the Outer Rim, all of it untraceable, so as far as he knows, Ingrid brought them here in the first place. Well, how are you going to root around with Khan breathing down your neck anyway? He ain't exactly going to let you sneak off. Ingrid ain't either. Maybe. Not without a good distraction, anyway. I don't like that face, Steel. Well, you're not alone. 
Come on, I've got a plan. Khan didn't know it, but he'd given us everything we needed to distract him, and the rest of the party, while we were at it. First, he was bored and antsy. The minute anything he could help with came up, he'd be on it, if only to keep himself awake. Second, reporters. This place was crawling with him. The locked door status of the event might have meant no comms for us, but it meant another thing too. These barracudas were starving for a scoop. The reporters were our key. You don't make it in the Hyperion Press unless you do whatever it takes to break the news first, and you don't break the news first unless you're willing to break someone's legs, too. Hey there. Chung, right? Uptown Bulletin? Who are you? Curious about your rates. Just got a peek at the announcements for tonight. You pay for insider tips? Handsomely. Boy, are you glad you met me. Now listen. Uh Uh-huh. Okay... You don't say! Along with a spin-off stream series, a cartoon by Northstar, and an action figure. They're making Ingrid like a brand! Now go tell the world about it. Hey, don't you need some proof? No time! Proof's a rookie's game. Thanks, buddy! Thought you might say that. Smooth, Steel. So much for paying off tips. I'm betting payment's a rookie's game, too. Remember the plan? I look for every reporter I can find and tell them Chung over there knows something. While they're ripping each other's throats out, you make yourself scarce. And you stay here. No way the lake's gonna let you disappear. And you're so sure Khan will let you go? Has to. He'll be breaking up the fight. It didn't take long for the brawl to start. I think Vic was halfway through telling the second reporter when the first punches flew. Our clothes and comms had the best odds of being behind the most guarded door, I thought. So, when the bodyguards dispersed to keep the press from eating itself alive, I ducked in. It was quiet in there. Dark. A long, straight hall with shadowy paintings on every wall. They must really have been from the far reaches of the galaxy, I thought. Most of them were pictures of things I had never seen before that had equal odds of being mushroom or manatee. Weird shapes from the badlands at the edge of human civilization. I never got who was buying and selling all this junk. A painting, even a really good one, it's just a picture. Just a memory of something someone saw once. I don't need someone else's memories. I spend most of my time trying to forget my own. Like Vicky must have been trying to forget Ingrid all these years. Hey, anybody out there? I ducked into a service closet, held my breath, and waited. Like animals, these reporters. Goddamn animals. There was only one more room in that hallway, down at the very end of it. It had some more creepy paintings on the walls and a long table with a few dozen copies of Ingrid's book, Repentance, Redemption, and How to Dress for It. But no coat and no comms either. I turned away to sneak past security and find another hallway. And saw him standing in the doorway. Detective Steele? Todd? You seem to have gotten lost. This definitely isn't where I want to be. I'll say that much. Allow me to guide you to where you're expected. I think I can find my own way. Oh, I get it. Do you? It was a joke. Someone's expecting you to kill me, is that it? Yes, do you like it? It's alright. You want to hear another joke? Sure. Your grip. (laughs) You're pretty easy to disarm for an adult entertainer slash assassin. Where'd you learn to hold a gun like that? Same place you learned to punch, I imagine. Ah, See, now that's a joke. You're learning. Enough kidding. If you're going to try and interfere with Miss Lake's designs, you'll have to be taken care of. Shall we settle this like gentlemen? Out of court? (laughs) Hand to hand. I'm more of a Pistols of Dawn type. Or... Pistols whenever, honestly. Well, I'm afraid I'm not. Fisticuffs it is. Ha! Doesn't seem very gentlemanly of you to pick a fight you know you can win. Detective, 
gentleman picks only fights he knows he can win. That is the essence of class. Well, I'm more of a lady myself anyway. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I just need a quick breather. And why would I give you one? You, uh, you gotta fight fair, right? That sounds like a, you know, gentleman thing or whatever. Fine. 30 seconds then. Why'd you switch over to Lakeside? <laughs> or just tell me you're gonna punch my head straight off my body anyway. She was there in the early days of the Vixen Valley. She should still be. Would still be. If... If what? A place like Vallas Vicky's Vixen Valley doesn't crop up from nothing, Detective. Needs money to fertilize it. A lot of money. Vicky couldn't get enough together, so Ingrid went out and took what she needed. Stole the money, you mean? Of course. But that's a very loaded word, Detective. I might say that's just what Vicky did to Ingrid. How so? A story for another day. Your 30 seconds are up. That's too bad for you. So? Stand up, Detective Steele. You wanted to fight like gentlemen, and I won't kick you while you're down. Sure, sure. Just uh, one problem, Todd. Oh? It's like I just told you. I'm not a gentleman. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Todd had taken up more of my time than I'd bargained for. I couldn't go looking for my comms anymore, but luckily I didn't need to. Todd had his. First, I snapped a few pictures of the paintings in question. Then I braced my ears... And made the call. Hey there, Rita. You miss me? Mr. Steele, it's you! Where did you go? I've been circling the block for hours. You're still in Minerva Heights? What have you been doing? Thinking, mostly. At one point, I thought I had a cure for radiation growths all funk up, and then I saw this old man with the cutest little doggy you should have seen him, Mr. Steele. He had all this fluff all over his face and the teeniest little eyes and... Yeah, sounds like some dog. Listen, Rita. Dog? I ain't even got to the dog yet. I was talking about the old man. Listen, Rita, you can tell me all about whatever dogs you want later, but first, I need you to do a little digging for me. Okay, boss, but I better warn you, there are a lot of dogs I want to tell you about. I'm sending you a few pictures now. It's all stolen art, but I need you to prove it's stolen. Come on, boss, that's easy. Where'd it get stolen from? No clue. Uh, what's the art piece called, then? Uh, If I were going to name it, I'd probably go for tan pudding on brown rug, but I don't see a title anywhere. All right, no leads, then. That's going to take a little longer. Going to need a few hours. No can do. What time is it? 11.45. You got 15 minutes. Ideally less. Can't stay in chat, Rita. Fifteen minutes. Call me when you're done. I didn't know if Rita would be able to pull it off in fifteen minutes, but I did know that she had a better shot at it than anyone else on Mars. So I ran back to the party to help Vicky hide or run or punch for as long as it took. That was the plan, anyway. Still got it. Con! What the hell are you doing here? Get these handcuffs off of me. That's officer to you! Poking around in a private area, huh? That personal communications device you're holding doesn't look like the one you had in my office earlier today. How'd you get hold of it? Damn it, I don't have time for this. Well, you're gonna have to make time, Mr. Steele. I'll take that. No. Yep. (laughs) Evidence at a crime scene, after all. Boys back at the station will look into whatever call you were making, and we'll see if we can pin you for a little more than theft. Speaking of which... What's in there you've got to get away from so quick? Captain, we're almost out of time. At midnight, Ingrid Lake is going to- Is that a body? I knew you were dirty, Steel, but a murder- He's just stunned, all right? And he started it. Boy, I hope you defend yourself in court. Judge throw you in slammers so fast your head would spin. This is Khan. Got an injured civilian here. Gonna need an ambulance at my current location pronto. 
and get a holding cell ready. I'm bringing back a real celebrity tonight. <laughs> there. Handcuffs should keep you still for a while. If he's not still breathing... You're making a big mistake, Con. When news gets out about this, you're going to be a joke. You hear me? A joke. Valis Vicky is in danger. Ingrid Lake is going to kill her at midnight unless you do something about it. He's still alive. It's your lucky day. Long drive back to the station, Steele. Damn it, you're not even listening to me. Look at these paintings, will you? They're all stolen, every one. And how does Ingrid Lake go about stealing paintings while she's in whose gal exactly? Look, I don't know how, but I know somebody who does. She's gonna call on that comms any minute now. Just pick up the call and it'll all make sense. Nice story. You should write it all down. Send it to a few agents. You'll have plenty of time where you're going. Captain, what seems to be the trouble? My assistant went to tend to something down the hall just a few minutes ago, and then there was such a commotion... An ambulance on the way for your assistant now, Miss Lake. If there's a doctor in the house, you should send him in ASAP. Probably just stunned, but you can't be too careful. Oh, my. Sorry I can't stay, but some business just came up. I'll be sure to send someone else down, just in case. Thank you very much, Captain. It's too awful how violent the world has become. You can't trust anyone anymore, can you? Just gotta be careful, is all, Miss Lake. Say bye-bye to the nice lady, Steele. You're not gonna get away with this. I couldn't possibly have the first idea what you mean. Thank you, Captain. Captain, what's going on? Captain, a few questions? Captain! 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 Newspapers are gonna get a real kick out of these photos in the morning. HCPD Captain makes nice with murderer. In a way, I should thank you, Steele. This is more good PR than HQ even expected. And now I might actually get some sleep. Save up. You're gonna lose a lot over the next few weeks. Con dragged me to the garage at a snail's pace, and all I could think about was the clock. Bleeding seconds, minutes. Any moment, I would hear a gunshot, I thought. And that would be the end of Alice Vicky. End of my lead on those Martian artifacts, too. All right, Steele. Get in the car. You're making a big mistake, Captain. I'm sick of listening to you repeat yourself, Steele. Come on, let's go. Rita. Who? Captain, this is the call I was telling you about. Pick it up and she will explain everything. Wow, you really like this whole distract and run trick, don't you? Get in the car. Take the call. Don't make me start throwing my weight around, Steel. Why not? Plenty of weight to throw. That's it! If you won't take the call, give it to me. Are you stupid or just desperate? Whichever gets results. Give it up. I got the comms. I'm not letting go of the comms. You're going to jail. And this is pretty basic, Steel. Kind of sad that you can't follow along. Fine. Fine. Keep it. Glad you see it my way. I got what I want anyway. What? The hell? How'd you get out of those cuffs? Got the key right here, if that's what you're looking for. You really know how to dig yourself deep, don't you? Unlock me from this car door now! Sorry, busy right now. Got a life to save. Bye. Steel? You, you get back here! If you're bored, try picking up the call. You might learn something. Steel? Steel! The party was packed. I couldn't see Vicky, couldn't see Ingrid, and I couldn't see a way out. Then the clock began to ring. Everyone? Can I have your attention, please, everyone? Ingrid Lake rose above the crowd. Her eyes were sparkling at a billion jewels a second, her mouth full and crazy as the moon. Vicky stood next to her. She didn't look scared. It was worse. She looked resigned. I promised you all a midnight announcement, and here we are. So exciting. Moments like these are so beautiful, aren't they? Turning points. Moments that decide the future. Moments that decide lives. I pushed my way through the crowd. 
I wasn't going to make it. There was no way I was going to make it. I kept pushing. I had a long time to think about moments like that. Behind those prison bars. So much time. Time to think about what I'd done to people. Time for regret. Regret. I think in all the world there's nothing worse than regret. To look back upon a turning point and think, if only... That's the most terrible thing of all. Could I disarm her? I reached for Todd's gun and felt nothing and cursed at myself. Khan had taken it. Vicky looked down at me, mouthed something, mouthed it again. Knife. Of course, I thought. A knife fit like perfectly. Her hand was behind Vicky's back. When the moment came, she would cut Vicky's throat, send a spray across the crowd they'd never forget, and then turn the blade on herself just in time for the first camera flash. I'm babbling, aren't I? Oh, I must be so nervous. We aren't here to talk about the past, are we? We have a gorgeous future ahead of us and a turning point beneath our feet. And now we just have to pick which way to start walking. So, Vicky, darling, which way do we turn? Hey, where do you think you're going? Get your hands off of me. Let go of me. I... All right, buddy, you're coming with me. You don't know what you're doing, damn it. I said let go. Would you rather we discuss this beyond the stars? Ingrid Lake! Don't listen to him. Answer Vicky now. Ingrid Lake, you're under arrest for possession of stolen goods. Captain, she's got a knife. Fine. She's under arrest for that too then. Drop the knife. I won't let them take you away from me, Vicky. Not again. I'll take you where nobody else can have you. Captain, now. <laughs> Vicky, are you all right? Yeah. Ingrid... Ingrid! Step aside! Step aside! HCPD coming through. Try to make sure she's breathing. Khan pushed his way through the crowd, a broken, laser-singed handcuff dangling from his wrist. I was glad I hadn't disarmed him after all, so long as he didn't get any funny ideas about where to point that gun next. She looks like she's breathing funny. She doesn't have a heart condition or anything like that, does she? She's trying to talk, you moron. I didn't want it to end like this, Vicky. I... I didn't either, Ingrid... Really, I didn't. Uh, that cop just killed Ingrid Lake. Ingrid Lake killed by Captain Khan? Shot her from across the room. Her pulse is fine. She's just stunned. Stunned. Ugh, this is going to be a headache. Sure is. It'd be a shame if someone made that headache worse. What the hell are you driving at? You're in it worse than I am, Steel. Armed battery, assaulting a police officer. Yeah, yeah. By all rights, that's at least a few months behind bars, but things will get a lot worse than that for you if you turn me in. I've been giving you tips all day. Someone almost died because you didn't listen to a civilian complaint, and then, and this is my favorite part, you spent an evening at a party with stolen goods on every wall and almost let that slide from right underneath your nose. It's all outer rim junk! You know how many trillions of things get stolen every day? How am I supposed to remember them all? Hey, I agree with you, but those reporters down there? They're like sharks with cameras, Captain. If they even get a sniff of your blood, it's all over. Sounds like he got you pretty good, Khan. You had something to do with this! I know you did! Captain, what does she have to do with this? Better keep it down, Cap. Sharks look hungry. <sighs> Fine. Just... Just get out of here! What about our clothes? You never rent a tux before? You take the slip they give you and you bring it back to the store. No, not these. Lake stole our clothes and comms and my gun. So I'll bring them by your places in the morning. I've got enough of a mess to deal without people asking questions about you two. Now go! I think we can do that, Vicky. Let's go. That's a lot of photos. Might not be able to avoid your wife seeing one of them. 
That's all right. Ain't like I was going to keep Ingrid a secret forever. So, uh, if you don't mind my asking, what happened between you two anyway? Of course I mind. All right. The Vixen Valley, the smuggling front, and the high-class lounge, the Vixens and the costumes and the gymnastics shows, the whole bit. Ain't just my idea, Steel. Old dream Ingrid and I used to talk about. Back when we had more time than sense. Todd said Ingrid put together the money. We did everything together. Every con, every sale. Mostly illegal interplanetary sales, same as now, but we'd dip into other things. It was slow, and Ingrid ain't exactly the type to sit around and wait. I can see that. She went out and burgled someone. Solo. Big fancy place. She went in at night, took everything she could, and when the old lady that lived there woke up, Ingrid... Well... Ingrid... There's no old lady anymore. Is that what you're trying to say? Thanks to Ingrid. I didn't like it. I don't like killing people don't deserve it. We wanted to make something good, but when Ingrid brought back that money, it all felt... poisoned. Dirty. So when the cops came and asked me if I knew anything, I ratted. They didn't even have to push me. That was in Minerva Heights, now that I think about it. Somewhere around here, probably. Maybe she was trying to tell me something. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to regret it, Vic. Lake's a nut. She just tried to kill you. I don't regret turning it down just now. I don't even regret calling the cops on her all those years ago. But my conscience ain't clean, Steel. Should have treated her better. Even if I did have to rat her out. You're not making any sense. I loved her. You get that? I don't anymore, but I did. I loved her, and when the time came to turn her in, I didn't even say goodbye. She killed an innocent woman in her home. Christ, you're dense. Yes, she did. She could have killed a hundred old ladies, and that wouldn't change the fact that I loved her for years. And I owe her for every second. A goodbye? An explanation? Giving her a chance to run, or at least I could have visited her. You shouldn't have. But I could have! Look, Steel... Take it from someone who knows. Even if you're real, real lucky, you only get a few people like Ingrid over your life. Treat them like they're worth something, all right? Sure, Vic. Whatever you say. Now about my payment. Fine, fine. All that Martian junk, right? I got a guy who can help you out. Where do I reach him? You don't. He ain't exactly in the phone book. Call a cab, then give me the comms. I'll tell him you're interested in a meeting. Comms? Khan has it. Great. Of course he does. How the hell are we supposed to... Mr. Steele? Miss Vicky? You there? Hello? Rita! How'd you find us? Captain Khan told me you'd be looking for a ride. He's a real nice man once you get past all the screaming. Doesn't know a thing about art, but who's got the time, you know? Rita, loan Vic your comms a minute. Need a ride? I'll get my own, Thanks. Had enough of Juno Steel for one day. Well, you should say that, Vic. I think that to myself just about every night before bed. On the ride home, I just kept thinking about what Vicky said before Rita showed up. It doesn't make any sense to me. I spent enough of my time regretting things that I did wrong. What Vic said, regretting turning Lake in even though she'd do it all over again? That just seems like a waste of time. But even so... I keep turning it over, examining it from all sides, like one twist might suddenly show the answer. 
That's more trouble than it's worth. History, I mean, relationships with other people. You regret things you knew you had to do, you do things you know you shouldn't, and why? Another warm body in your bed doesn't help anything. It doesn't stop killers or end hunger or make the world any better than it is. It just makes your bed a little warmer. That's all. That's all. Good night, Mr. Steele. Night, Rita. See you in the morning. Well, that's why I don't bother with all that. This is the new Juno Steele now. The P.I. who doesn't let a pretty face stop him from doing what matters. The P.I. who won't let history weigh him down. Without a pass to hold him down, a guy could take on the world. And in the morning, once I get a little sleep, that's what I'll do. I can't remember the last time I was this tired. Where's the damn light switch? <sighs> Hello, Juno. It's been a while. Uh, Nereev? The very same. Don't get too comfortable, Detective. We're leaving immediately. If you think I'm going anywhere with you... I don't think, Juno. I know. You called me, after all. By way of one Valis Vicky? You're Vicky's... Oh, this can't be happening. It is, I'm afraid, and I've neither the time nor inclination to prove what's plainly in front of you. Now, put on your coat and give me your keys. We have a long night ahead of us. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider supporting the Penumbra on Patreon. You could receive episodes early, read our scripts, and hear commentary by our casting crew for only a few dollars per episode. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the Penumbra Podcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the Penumbra Podcast. Please consider supporting the artists who make this possible. Every dollar helps. You can also support The Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at The Penumbra Pod, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories farther and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. This tale, Juno Steele and the Midnight Fox, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele, Kate Jones as Rita, Elliot Sicard as Captain Omar Khan, Leslie Drescher as Vallis Vicky, John Smalls as Todd, Melissa Enulet as Ingrid Lake, and Noah Symes as Peter Nureyev. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our lead editor. Juno's theme and Nureyev's theme were written by Ryan Vibert. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm so sorry you've been called away, dear traveler. We eagerly await your return.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.